but just i remember sitting there and being in my own mind and like holy shit this is this is what people talk about this is exactly what people like ultra marathon runners talk about this is why they sign up to do these insane things and i was experiencing it hey everyone welcome back to another episode of struggle create strength struggle create strength is a mental health platform exemplifying that everyone has a story i always say that no two stories are the same but every story has the potential to help somebody else now in today's episode we are so fortunate to be joined by my close friend and basically hell partner, Brayden Gingrich. And if you don't know the story behind Brayden or how I know him personally, this past month, we ran the G2G trail from Guelph to Godrich, Ontario, which was 121 kilometers is what we completed over the course of 25 hours. And in this episode, we talk about that experience. We talk about what led him to basically coming up with this idea, how I ended up joining, and also what it meant to us and what we learned from it, what it taught us, and ultimately how we were doing it for something far greater than ourselves, which was advocating suicide prevention. This was such a fun podcast to film. I was so happy just to be able to dive right back into Honestly, that headspace that we that we had when we were running, we got to really dive right back into that in this episode, and we got to talk about how our life has been different, what we've what we've implemented from that run into our everyday life. And as you'll see in this episode, Brayden has so much wisdom to share with all of you. He is somebody who genuinely cares and just wanted to challenge himself and challenge you and really just show you that anything is possible and to be able to join him on that journey was very humbling. As you'll see in this episode, I explain that and I talk about why it meant so much to me and also he'll just talk about why it meant so much to him that I joined and how we really fed off of each other and I don't want to spoil it too much, but this is an episode that I highly suggest that you listen to because even though, even if you're not a runner, even if you don't ever want to run, this, this episode, the topics that we talk about 100% can relate to your everyday life and it can be in anything, any form of, of life that you're in, any form of struggle that you're experiencing. All the topics that we talk about 100% can relate to you and the struggles you're feeling and ultimately this will just show you that anything is possible you are 100% capable of doing whatever you want in in this lifetime but it's just a matter of really just leaving behind all forms of judgment from others and just doing whatever it is that you set your mind to as this run explained for us and, and showed us and exemplified for a lot of you is that it doesn't matter how prepared you feel, how basically what anybody else says, as long as you believe deep down, if you believe that you can achieve something, then you will. And this run really proved that to ourselves. And it also proved to us that we're capable of a lot more than we ever think we are. So I hope you can take something from this podcast. And I really, really hope you enjoy Braden's story Oh my gosh, my voice. I hope you enjoy Braden's story and I hope you enjoy hearing us talk about our crazy, crazy adventure while we advocated suicide prevention. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? I am so excited. Good to see you. <laughs> you as well. 
I think the last time we uh, we saw each other, we weren't in uh, this good of shape. But uh, no. No, I'm, I'm super pumped. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to kind of relive those moments. Um, probably the most profound experience in my life anyways. So I'm still. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was literally rummaging around my house everywhere, trying to find this one piece, couldn't find it. Now I got a whole entire setup behind me of boxes stacked just to mimic a tripod. It's just a disaster. But hey, we're here. All good. We're doing it absolutely man that's what it's all about exactly exactly um so honestly like before we jump into our experience and what we got to kind of do together i want to kind of obviously just give everyone that'll be listening just an, an insight on who you actually are and what led you to the point of coming up with this insane journey that i was fortunate enough to be a part of but uh kind of start yeah. from who you, just basically giving everybody an idea of who you are and and kind of where you come from awesome the boring part eh? yeah <laughs> so my name is uh Brigham gingrich i was born in a small town here in ontario canada uh just grew up good nice family uh nothing really too crazy played a bit of sports growing up uh, i had an interest in music and in high school i got caught up in you know, good people, bad habits. And that kind of pushed me back in life, I would say, uh, momentarily started skipping high school, started kind of making, making the wrong choices. And after those kind of two to three years in high school, I realized um, surrounding myself by the right people um, or with the right people was, you know, the way kind of out of that. So that's exactly what I did. Went to a local gym. Um, now my business partner, best friend and mentor, um, he, I worked for him for a bit. Um, and yeah, just pretty average, uh, growing up. Um, but I've learned a lot along the way. Um, so now I'm out of high school, uh, I guess seven years ago, I started a video production and marketing business. And I've been at that ever since trying to learn more, um, do more, develop myself. And that's kind of where, this adventure and you came in mm-hmm. yeah no and i uh i must say like and i'm just wanting to kind of give people a backstory as well like when i first met you i or actually i'll say like when you uh picked me up at the airport and we were sitting and we got to obviously talk and we we dove into some really deep topics which is really cool and it obviously just goes to show uh how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded people and and to actually just jump into those vulnerable conversations. Cause I think it made our whole experience that much more pure and it allowed us to connect in so many different ways, which was really, really cool. And obviously it also just allowed us to um, just kind of, even just when we were going through all those really tough moments, it allowed us to understand the other person and almost even in a sense, like for myself anyways, understand where you might be like diving into or like what what some of those pasts or maybe even like what's being brought up from the past and and what are some of those things that you might be experiencing or um even just knowing and understanding who you are and and where you came from like for myself was was really really cool and really interesting and made that experience that much more pure um but i do want to ask you and just give everybody an idea of how did this whole entire idea actually come to mind? Like what made you think of, of running from Guelph to Godrich? 
Yeah, man. I just want to make comment on your comment there. I had literally just this morning had a conversation um, with a good friend of mine about what you just said. I met you, I think we maybe have talked for 20 minutes in our whole lives before I picked mm -hmm. you up at the airport. <laughs> I met you here in Stratford once, um, you know, cool paths probably won't cross. And then they ended up crossing a lot right but i've never had a such a deep conversation with somebody basically a stranger in my entire life and for the moment you got in that jeep man to when i dropped you back off of the airport it was just real shit the whole way through yeah like a hundred percent so I guess how that kind of got going was I used to be into running a lot in grade seven. Um, I did really well on track at a, a small school. Um, and then I kind of gave up running until I would really say now. And I had read David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. I know very cliche. And then I followed it <laughs> up with Living with a Seal by Jesse Itzler, one of my biggest inspirations in life right now is Jesse. Mm -hmm. um, but those books actually did change my life. I can absolutely 110% say they did with, without mm -hmm. a doubt. And I had kind of forced myself to get out to run one day because not forced myself. I was inspired. And I got onto this trail called the G to G trail, pretty well-known trail around here from Guelph to Goddard, as you had said. And I kept seeing these mile markers. I think my first run was a 10K run. Um, I just wanted to get back into it, kind of push myself a bit. And I kept seeing the mile markers and it was like 62 kilometers to Godrich, 60 kilometers. And I'm like, how big is this trail? So I looked it up and right when I seen that, I'm like, whoa, if like Goggins can do it. Jesse Itzler <laughs> can do it. All these other humans can do it. Why can't I? So I, I texted my cousin, my running coach and said, hey, uh, this is what I'm doing just to hold myself accountable. And that's how it kind of the run started. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so insane. So crazy. I have to, to add to that though. <laughs> yeah. I have to add to that though, to hold myself really accountable. I wanted to make sure I chose a good uh, foundation, like a good fundraiser to have and something that actually meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And in those kind of dark times in high school, I definitely struggled with my mental health. Um, and, you know, grade 10 to the beginning of grade 12 was definitely the darkest spot in my, my journey. Um, and suicide prevention was something that really stuck out to me, lost a lot of people by suicide over the past few years, people that I know, friends of friends and people in the community here. So I figured that everybody has a story, like you say, struggle creates strength. <laughs> and I figured that would be a good foundation to go ahead and raise money for yeah, absolutely. No, and it's it's spectacular that you obviously you did that and took on that initiative. I think again, it's just like a testament to who you are. And obviously, like, and that's even another thing that I'll just add is the whole entire time we're there. And it, it's funny because um I think like running that distance, it becomes it becomes a very independent journey although you're doing it with a lot of people and there's a lot of people around you, like it's very, very independent, but I must say like the whole entire time, you just, you were always looking at the donations, commenting on donations, talking about how excited you were about, um, about like how the whole entire fundraiser was going and how it was like just there to help more people and, and how you were 
Oh my God. I think you were coming up with some nuts ideas and you're like, I think we just run until we hit the goal. <laughs> like, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> we're not stopping, man. Yeah. No breaks on this train. No. And uh, the whole entire time I was like, please just stop. Let's just let's get this over with. But no, it, it was really, really inspiring to see. And again, it's just such a testament to, to you actually doing it for the right reasons. I think there, there definitely is people that, um, might use mental health awareness or any form of um, disease struggle, whatever it may be, just for their own personal benefit. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to run the GDD trail. And hopefully it, hopefully it gets me a lot of attraction towards my own page, or hopefully it, it does a lot uh, for me um, financially or like whatever it is, you know, but for you, it was never like that. Not once. Like it was always, like it was always for the bigger picture, which was obviously run for crisis and suicide prevention. So, which was, again, I just want to kind of comment on that and say it was, it was very inspiring. Appreciate that. And no, it was so inspiring to have somebody like yourself that actually is so enrooted in the topic, the subject, like that's what you, you do. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing to have somebody that thought on a very similar wavelength about the whole thing. And obviously keep me going we fed off each other a lot and that was i i don't know i don't i mean i don't want to dive back into the run right now but i don't know if it would have been possible i know it would have been possible for me to do it alone but i don't think it would have been close to that easy i say easy with like yeah. quotations right <laughs> but like, walk in the park <laughs> <laughs> easy day right um but like the way we fed off each other i think was just so impactful and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it meant a lot, seriously. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and before we do jump in, because I I know like I'm gonna we're we're gonna go on an absolute tangent and just riff off each other a oh, bit yeah. <laughs> once we once we talk about the whole run itself. Um, but just kind of like even just explain your whole process of uh, leading up from it, like the, when you obviously first decided you were gonna do this to to the the day that we actually took off, like, what was that like, um, mentally, like, how did you stay so dialed in all the time throughout the journey? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that. So I reached out to my cousin, my running coach, and I said, Hey, make me a program that way. I'll stick to it. I need some kind of outside. I found in my life that I need some kind of outside, um, individual accountability. And that's, that's the way that I chose, but I've always been, I'd say disciplined in the things that I do. Like if I want to do something, I will do it like 110%. It might be to the extreme. Some people might say in some ways, um, in a lot of different aspects of my life, but that's what I think made it kind of special. Um, it definitely sucked. Like I ran for, I think it was four months, I believe maybe three and a half, four months. And then I was dieting for about five months, I believe total, Mm -hmm. but it definitely, definitely was a a task to the mind to continue every single day to stretch properly, like an hour of stretching to getting my meals and my supplements in at the right times and scheduling my day around that. And then running at night, if I couldn't run at four in the morning, like those kind of things Mm -hmm. definitely sucked. But without that, it would have been a lot more difficult to do this run. So I think 
the whole process leading up to the run was the hardest part. Yeah. Cause even you like training for your 50 K and then running the 120 and then your other one, mm-hmm. like you already ran those kilometers. You ran way longer than 50 kilometers to run your 50 kilometers. Right. Exactly. So the whole process is the most painful thing. And then once that actual event happened, it was just adrenaline and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, happiness. Absolutely. Yeah, no, exactly. I think, I think that's the, the big thing in what you said right there is it's all the work that happens leading up to it. Like that is where, that's where all your strength comes in. That's where you obviously, you, you teach yourself so much and you grow the most. And like, that's what people don't necessarily realize all the time is that, yeah, it's, it's cool to go out and it's cool to, to run an ultra marathon. It's cool to go run 121 kilometers. But what they don't understand is it's all the times before that where you didn't want to go out, but you did, or it was really shitty weather, but you still went out. It, you, you felt tired, you still did it. You want, like, you had no desire, drive, motivation to do it, and you still did it. And it's like all those times that you could have said no, but you said yes, and you just went out and did it anyways. Like, that's where the real strength comes from. And that's where I think, honestly, like all the confidence um and all the self-belief comes in and so when you get into a run like ours that's when you just you don't even you don't even i don't know the word it's quiver i think quiver like you don't even quiver from i think so yeah (laughs) but like you know yeah you don't even like get away from it for a second like there's no there's no doubt like and we said this the whole entire time like there's no doubt in our mind that we weren't gonna finish it like we knew and i think um Like when I look back on it now, honestly, I think the reason why we were both so confident is because maybe subconsciously we were really reflecting back on the whole entire journey leading up to it and just all the the pain that we've encountered before. And I know that when any time that I would get into really painful situations, I would always just think back to the training days when it would suck so much and I would be dying and I'm like, well, I did that. So I know that I can go further or even just like using your training as reference. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? I, I went out and I ran a 10 K pretty fast and it, it hurt like hell, but at least like, I know that I can push my pace a little bit. And then it's like, okay. And then you start to like kind of figure it out along the way, but it's, it's really neat. And um, I guess, it, yeah, it was really cool just being able to kind of put it all together and, and see how the whole entire journey actually made all of this possible. Cause I mean, unless you are David Goggins, I think uh, most people can't just step out onto, onto a trail and run 100, 121 kilometers with zero training. So it's, uh, or you could, but you're getting wheelchaired out. So for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think it's all about forward momentum. Like, I think we were talking about this before we went into it. This is in like life in career choice. I'm learning, um, in running, obviously it's all about forward momentum. So like when I I went into this, like you just said, I had no doubt in my mind that you and I were not going to finish. Like we were going to finish no matter how long it took. It's just that one foot after the other step after step, left foot, right foot. And with enough for momentum for a, a long period of time, eventually we're going to reach the end. It doesn't matter if we're taking 
slower steps for the first 10 minutes and then faster ones for the next and a faster kilometer here and a slower here as long as it's forward momentum in all aspects of your life you're gonna you're gonna get to that end mm -hmm. right and if we i mean you, you just said it like training like if we gave up if anybody just gives up after oh i'm just too tired and they create that pattern or it's like oh i really want to watch uh this new netflix show i'm pretty sore pretty tired if you let that creep into your life, you literally are just going to stay there. Like it's going to mm. be stagnant, right? Yeah. It's going to be like a roller coaster up and down, up mm. and down. So getting out there in the rain or at night or early in the morning when you don't want to, those are kind of the runs that I found the most beneficial, beneficial. Mm -hmm. No, I, yeah, I totally agree. Even like you said um, about the, the Netflix thing and how you just like stay there. Like if you choose, if you choose to, basically like give in and you, you, you will, like you'll just stay there. And that's so funny. Cause I was talking about this yesterday and I even said, I was like, if I, um, if I just like, it's, it's so easy just to quit. Like it's so easy. And it's like, but every single day, um, and I'll use my life as an example, but like every single day I choose to, I choose to deliberately like in a sense suffer where it's like, I don't necessarily want to be doing all of these things but I know that that's what I want to do. It's like, it'd be so easy to quit. Like you can quit at any given time. Like you can just stop. Like nobody's forcing you to do anything. And which is funny, but it's like, we, we choose to keep yeah. doing it. And it's like, that's where you have to realize is like, what would you rather do more? Would you rather quit and just be done? Or would you rather just like keep going? Yeah. And that's where it all, I think like, why running relates to like business so much is just because it is, it's a direct representation of it's of life of business of literally everything because it's like you can you can stop anything at any given time but you can also just keep moving forward forward momentum forward momentum and it's going to lead to something yep. great you know which is which is really exciting and i think maybe, maybe we should jump into uh our big run <laughs> yeah well before you do that do you want to do a bigger one i got an idea Oh God, what's your idea? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll talk about that afterwards. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about running for a little bit. I'm going to be flat right. honest. Um, I'll, I'll give it a I, week. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to ask you though, um, like for you, and I'm just going to say like in, in the whole, how would you describe the run for yourself like what what did you feel what did you what did you learn from it what did it what did it teach you so when i read david goggins i listened to the audio book and goggins for everybody listening or watching whatever if you listen to the audio book david jumps in between chapters and a guy named adam skolnick his ghostwriter is reading the rest but they always talk about how you can dissect the mind when you're in that absolute worst environment, like the most pain you've ever been in your life. You feel like you're going to throw up because you're in so much pain. You're dizzy. You're so dehydrated. You're tired. You're sleep deprived. And that's where you learn the biggest lessons. And that's absolutely true. Like, I think, I mean, this is the first time ever experiencing that aside from like ice baths and stuff, but like on a deep, deep level, that's what 
this whole run kind of taught me is that you can get through those moments, no matter how much pain you're in, no matter of the outside emotion, the negative comments from other people, you're not going to be able to do that. Is that even humanly possible? That sounds too hard. Why would you even try that? Like all that stuff doesn't matter. It's literally just inside your own head. Mm -hmm. A podcast that I listened to this morning um, was with Tom Bilio. I forget the, the gentleman on the podcast, um, but he talked about what a belief is. And he said that a belief is actually just a few cells in your brain that connect. It's not anything that you believe to be true, but it's something that's reinforced, right? But you can choose not to connect those cells. You can choose to unconnect the cells. So I'm kind of rambling right now, but it literally just taught me to not make excuses and like limit other people's beliefs. And yeah, yeah. No, right, that was, no, that was totally, a bad answer. <laughs> no, no, it was good. It, no, that was awesome. There's, I, there's too like much I, there. There's, there. I no, I agree. Like it's, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I made that a difficult question because I think it, yes. It really is like there's a million things that you can say for it. And I don't think there's like, maybe that's even one of them is that there's not one, like you can't put a label. Like if somebody asked me to describe the run in one word, impossible, like impossible. Like you can't, you cannot describe it in one word. Like, yeah. I mean, I would just say outstanding. <laughs> God, that's, that's <laughs> no, no. Take that <laughs> word out of your vocabulary, man. That's um, true though, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, so like, true. it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. Like I have nothing, I have nothing but a million things to say about that run because yep. it felt like every single kilometer was a new chapter in a sense. And even just like every minute was a new chapter. And especially as you get later and later into that run and you start to dive deeper and deeper within yourself, like that for me was the coolest part is we go and we crank out 50 kilometers and it's like we're feeling good like there's it's, it's not it's that not was, a deal, uh, you know and like we obviously it was it was a long process for 50 kilometers because like that's how we kind of planned it and worked it and and with like the stop mm -hmm. and go but it's like we easily could have just stopped and and then went and like had a great had a good nap and went and had a great day like and it would have been yeah like that you know and but it's funny because before the run, you'd look at it and be like, wow, like 50 kilometers, that's a far, far distance. But when you, when you look at it, the grand scheme of things, it's like, okay, I got to do that two and a half more times. So, mm -hmm. or like one and a half more times. One and and a half. Yeah. And it's just like, yep. that's where it, it like, it's, it's so funny because you can trick your mind and it's like, okay, yeah, I've just done 50 kilometers, but like, I still got to keep going. And it's yep. just, when you keep going, like you're just adding more and more. And like we said, we felt fantastic at 83 kilometers, 85 kilometers. And all of a sudden something switched and just got slammed by a truck of emotions, pain. Yeah. Not like me. I was super nauseous. Your vision goes like every, every last yeah. thing that just, you wouldn't expect to happen. It just kind of happens, but it's what I was going to say is it's so cool because the deeper you get into it, the more you are learning about yourself and the, the, honestly, the more confidence you're building within yourself, because it's like 
every, like, as soon as you hit that barrier of like, this is the furthest I've ever gone in my life. And then it's like every next step is just like, okay, well, this is the furthest I've ever gone. This is, this is, this is, and you just keep going and going and going. And that's when it is, it is absolutely incredible because you are just, you're just learning the whole entire time. And you're just, you're proving to yourself that you're capable of so much more. And especially when like that, the last 21 kilometers, like I've never experienced so much discomfort in my life. Like it was just absolutely awful, awful feeling. But at the same time, it's like, what I'm going to talk about is when we got to the very end and we sprint up a hill. It's like, that that makes, that's when it makes you question like how much of it is truly just your, like your mind, you know, like if you can shut your whole entire body off and just, or like basically, yeah, I guess like in a sense, like just shut off all forms like nerves to your body and just like focus on the task at hand. Like it's hard with such a long run. But yeah. I, I just, I was looking at that and I was like, how do we run up a trail, like sprint up a trail and a steep like one to, too. That a was steep one just to finish it off. Like it, it doesn't make sense, but it also, it just shows you like you can do so much more than you ever think you're capable of. And you can also find comfort Absolutely. within the discomfort, which is really in- interesting. I think that's the key there is finding the comfort within the discomfort and yeah. like to go back, I have like three pages, a massive book beside me of my lessons that I learned. And like, like yeah. you said, there's too much to go over. Um, but if we were running a 50 K, we would have been tired at 30 K. Right. And I was expecting, I was going to crash at 20 miles into this run. And like you just said, we felt great up until like 80 kilometers. Sure. There, there was a couple moments in the run where yeah. I was questioning, why the heck did we do this? <laughs> Like I remember at 6 a.m. like running through the night. I'm like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? And then Matt turned me around. He's like, Yeah, dude, this was your idea. Look how far <laughs> you came. But you're right. Like at the 90k mark, all hell broke loose. My vision went, your feet were in <laughs> in great shape. Outstanding, right? <laughs> My knee was hurting at 60k, but I pushed through that and it kind of subsided. But towards the end man you're when we sprinted up that hill that was the most profound experience i've ever had in my life like all my pain left my body as soon as we were told we have to go across the road up that hill i was like seriously but as soon as we got there all pain left the body the only thing i could feel was the ground beneath my feet and it didn't hurt it felt great and we were sprinting up that hill it was the weirdest thing ever so i wondered how much we actually left at the end of the day, how much further we actually could have went. And I, I bet you, Lucas, we could have went a lot further. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And that, that's what always makes me question it too, though. Cause I'm like, when we, when we hit that hundred kilometers, I just remember, I was like, I have no, honestly, like at 90, like 90 was when I started feeling all those pains. And like, it's not like you could just pinpoint a spot and be like, this is kind of bothering me. Let's, let's rub some no. ointment on it. It's just like my whole legs, I just couldn't explain it. And I just felt extremely nauseous. And I was like, this, yep. like, this is the worst thing ever because there's nothing that you can do to fix it other than just deal with run. it. Like it's just, yeah. Like yeah. that's all you do is just, well, I, so it's going to suck. So let's just run. And, um, I, yeah, like 
we'll, we'll dive into that that aspect because i think <laughs> yes. like the 90 90 to 100 kilometers was just nuts and then obviously 100 on but um yeah i i totally agree like that was running through my head as well like when we're sprinting up a hill at like after 25 hours worth of running it's just kind of like can't like how much further could you push yourself and um like i don't know like even for me and i know you were the same way like once the dark hit again it was almost refreshing because i just (laughs) like we were just you know in la la land and it was great and you didn't really feel your body all that much and there's we didn't walk like we just we just kept running we kept a fast pace and we just like push and it's like could we have done that for a couple, like the fact, actually, this is funny. The fact that I jumped, jumped in the air, like full on jumped yes. up in the air to avoid a snake. A snake. <laughs> was that's in my like, book, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a testament to how my, how like my legs actually felt like, obviously yeah. there was discomfort that was there, but I think it was almost just on the surface and beneath that was yep. just a whole different a whole different level or a whole different gear and that I could have obviously that I channeled in that second. And it was brought out yep. of in a sense, like fear. And it's just like, okay. And then we picked up our pace and we were, you know, and it's like, it makes you question things. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Your fight or fl- fight or flight just kicked in. You jumped, you scared the hell out of me, man. I think <laughs> I jumped back. You're like, oh, snake. And then a leaf fell. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, it's just a leaf, right? Your mind just plays tricks on you. But no, you're 100% right. Like, you were jumping. Like, we definitely had something in the tank. Mm-hmm. Whether it was mental or physical, I don't know. But it was there, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, though, because I'm like, oh, I could, you know, I could sit here and I could get a little frustrated over that and be like, should we have kept running? But I just remember it. And I was like, and this is what I always have to remind myself of is like, no, like, do you know what from like, I honestly, I can confidently say like, I never once questioned if I would finish it always. But like, I feel so incredibly proud of the fact that we ran that last like 30 kilometers per se, you know, like, especially the last 20, like the last 21, like we actually ran, like we didn't, there was no, like, there was very little walking, uh, obviously considering yep. like the distance, you know, and it was yep. obviously that last like 10 kilometers, we just ran it in. And that right there was just like, holy shit. Like, this is, uh, like, we just, that's why I always just come back and I'm like, no, like you have to, you have to stay proud. You can't question if you could have done more, if you like, I think you can always do more. Like, that's the thing is you always can. Um, sure. but it's like just gaining so much pride or feeling so much pride in what we actually did and what we accomplished and what we battled through on that journey was absolutely remarkable. And, uh, I kind of want to give you the, the first kick at the first kick at it for explaining your, your toughest moments, obviously on the, on the G to G trail. Yeah. Well, that's why I signed up for this kind of man, like obviously to raise money and do good. Um, but why I chose the run and the mental toughness stuff is to experience these dark moments and really see what it's like. Cause I can read them as much as I want about it. I've listened to hundreds of hours of video and audio books on mental toughness and business. 
I literally cannot explain in enough detail. Like there's no way I can. You just have to go and try it yourself, right? Mm. So the darkest moment um, for me was at the 90K for sure. Um, when my vision went, it, it felt like, it felt like five or 10 minutes. It was probably two to five minutes, somewhere in there, but like white triangles, super bright lights. I don't know if that's a form of shock or not, but it doesn't matter. We ran <laughs> through it, <laughs> but that's when I, that's when we stopped in to get more food at the vehicle. And I had to like, I had to sit down. Like I was, I was okay. Like, you know, we're so close, but we're so far. I got to be smart about this. Um, that was definitely the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. I have to say, I felt much better finishing or at the end of the run than I did in that moment. I don't know if it was glycogen levels or what, but we were eating enough food. Mm -hmm. um, but just, I remember sitting there and being in my own mind and like, holy shit, this is, this is what people talk about. This is exactly what people like ultra marathon runners talk about. Mm -hmm. This is why they sign up to do these insane things. And I was experiencing it like lightheadedness, the pain in your legs, like it hurts to take one step and knowing you have to literally run through that pain is just a battle mentally without even trying it. Like mm -hmm. it was so visceral and so real. And I, I want to do that again, to be honest with you. I, I want to see what that feels like again, for mm -hmm. sure. But it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, no, I totally... I agree, man. Oh my God. It, uh, yeah. I remember though, like, it's funny you brought this up because I remember in my whole entire like training journey with all of this, I would listen to so many podcasts with, about like with ultra runners, I would just kind of yeah. like hear, hear all these very influential people talking about diving into the pain cave, what it's like when you're actually in there, what that experience is like, how, how it feels to like push yourself beyond all limits of comfort and how to, how, how you can literally just push yourself so much further than you ever think you're capable of. And I remember when I was training for all of these runs, I was like, yeah get me there, get me there. Like I was like itching for it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I just want to like experience this. And I, so I would go out and I would run and I would do a hard run. And I'd be like, yeah, like, I'm in the pain cave. I'm, I'm running through the pain cave and yep. <laughs> does not even compare to what it's like in the moment, you know, like what yeah. that run that we did like that we dove directly into the pain cave. And it's like, you know what? I think there's all different forms of it and there's all different forms of discomfort. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You can go pound out a 10 K and you can get into a really dark spot and you can come out of that. But I will say when you're out there for hours on hours on hours, that's when I think it is, that's when you realize like, like when you realize that you're going to be stuck there for a really long time, that's when it's like, yeah. shit, like I'm here and I'm here to stay for a while and I better learn how to adapt. And that's honestly what I think it was for us. Like, like you were saying there, when we started walking, it was like, oh yeah, walking's great, but it's like, we got to run. And as yeah. soon as you realize that it's like, oh my God, like I've never been in so much pain. 
And yep. I've never wanted to walk so much in my life, but it's like, well, we got to run. And then you just start running. And it's just, that's when it's like, you start to see the light at the end of the cave and it's like, oh, we're just going to screw the light, just dive right back yep. in there. And- Going down this <laughs> side tunnel here. Yeah. yeah, no, you're so, you're so right. But like, I wanted to walk, but at the same time, I wanted to run a, because it's a run, but <clears throat> the pain that we experienced during running was just like next level. I've never been in so much pain. I don't think I'll ever bitch about being in pain ever again, unless <laughs> I'm doing that. Like, seriously, like I'll hurt my foot now. And it's like, Oh, that sucks. Right. <laughs> like whatever that is, but I want to go back because in those moments when we were able to feed off each other and like push through that pain, that's where this win came in, right? Like if we can win those dark moments and we push through, that's a whole nother life experience that we can build on. That's a whole nother moment that we just pushed through together and battled the mind. And it just, it develops you as a person. And that's, mm. that's what I'm just so excited about this stuff for now after mm. completing that run. Yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. You become such a different person, I believe, when you experience something like that. And Mm -hmm. um, even in the whole training process of it as well, I think it really does like shape you into a a new form of person. But when you actually experience a run like that, it, it makes you, it definitely makes you look at life a little bit different. And Honestly, like one of the moments that I cherished so much was in that last 10 kilometers when we're running and just having like real conversation, like personal conversations. And the whole time, like that's all we were doing. Like for a lot of it, we were having like great conversations. And, but it was almost like just this big, pure moment of bliss where like we'd be running and obviously we're in a tremendous amount of pain. We're experiencing a lot. There's a lot of things going on mentally but we're just running and we're having a real conversation about life and about like where we're at in life and, and what's going on and what brought us to this point. Like we started jumping into some really like personal topics, which again was so cool. And it made the run obviously that much easier in the end because we were just, we're just out there and it's like, Oh, we're just on an evening jog. (laughs) Like, although it just a big deal (laughs) just a few steps Uh, just an easy easy day but um no it it is it's really really neat what obviously what you can experience when you're in a moment like that and honestly even just like what your mind grasps onto because i think it just like subconsciously it happened where we just shifted our conversation and our talk just to personal topics and we just dove into like really personal topics and it just out of nowhere, just, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Dive into life, which was, which is yeah. really cool. It was so cool to open that man. Like, like I said, the realest conversations I've ever, ever had with somebody was the moment you jumped in from the airport. But mm-hmm. during that run, it just, we opened a whole different can of worms. Mm-hmm. And I think the beautiful thing about running and people who don't like running, listening to this are probably like, oh, it sucks. Right. Yeah. But the only way to finish that one kilometer that you're going to run today or a hundred kilometers, or I'm assuming the 240 mile ultras is positivity. The only mm-hmm. way you can get through 
difficult shit in life is being positive the whole way through. As soon as there's this like negative snap in your brain, it's over. You're done. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesse and Goggins, they all talk about that. Tons of ultra runners do. As soon as you say, Oh man, I should probably stop because my knee hurts or uh, my, my toenails are going to come off. Like, like you were saying, um, you're done. Right. So positivity is the only way to get through those moments and our conversations just back that up. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think we, in a sense, I think for part of it, we had some toxic positivity. We're like, everything is outstanding. Everything is great. And it's like, um, obviously later on in the run, we're just like, man, I'm in a lot of pain. Like I'm hurting either like my feet, my knee, back Mm -hmm. hips whatever it is and i just think what was cool though is it wasn't it wasn't like we're just like okay yeah enough of the enough of the positivity it was just kind of like no we're gonna own these pains that we have and then we're gonna prove to ourselves that we can push through them and so when we did that it was kind of like a big fuck you to to how we were actually feeling and uh, again it just it just really put the icing on the cake with with how far we can push ourselves and push our bodies and how much pain we can truly endure and continue to endure. And for how long you can endure that and for how much further you probably could have endured it. It just makes you dive into some crazy, crazy places. Hell yeah. The, there's a huge difference I think between acknowledging pain and acknowledging pain and letting it take over. Mm-hmm. And we definitely didn't let that take over. We acknowledge it. We accepted it, that it was there, but we, we used positivity to get through that. So hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you the next weekend, I was using outstanding more times <laughs> than, than I uh, hoped to. And I was like, the only time I'll ever say this word is if I'm running, there's never, ever going to be a time ever when I use that word, other than when I'm going through hell or feeling, feeling some things within my body. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I liked that though. Like I liked when we would obviously be so positive and when we would, when we would just, just really like, like you were saying before, we really just boosted each other up and, um, like, I'm going to like the main, the main thing that I always come back to it was literally at like 92 kilometers or wherever it was like 90 to 95, something like that. And, um, you were running, like you were, you were going, like you're, you, you seem to kind of like be in a bit of a groove. And I just remember I was like, so depleted, but so motivated. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, like my legs are killing me. Like, and I was just, in so much pain and felt so nauseous and I was so frustrated and I was just like, I just want to, I want to run, but I'm like, I also just want to walk so bad. Like I was just like, that's where I was at. I was at that point. And I just remember, um, I just remember thinking about it and I was like, okay, like, are you going to just let him like go on and just finish and run run it in himself? (laughs) Cause like, that's where it seemed like it was going. And I was just like, no, there's no possible way I'm going to let that happen. Like, I don't want to, to pull myself out or hold you back because, because I'm just like in this painful spot. I was like, 
you got to just find it within yourself somehow just to run. I was like, just start with one step. And I was, and this is when I honestly reflected back to um, some moments when I was training. Cause there was moments when I was very uncomfortable out of breath, like whatever it was tired. And I was like, okay, this is super yeah. uncomfortable. So I'd start running. And I was like, and it, I think it just kind of instilled that bit in myself when, so for when I was experiencing that and obviously totally different ballpark, but when I was experiencing that discomfort, I was like, okay, I just got to run. Like just, you just make the choice to run. And yep. I just remember I was in so much pain, like, and I was frustrated. I was like crying a bit. And, and then mm -hmm. as soon as I ran, I remember it was just like floodgates opened, like bawling my eyes out, just running, like experiencing all of these pains, all of these emotions, really just releasing like, all forms of energy out of myself just to, yeah. to move forward. And it was like, it was a very freeing feeling and a very, very euphoric. Like I honestly was, I was relating it to literally to euphoria. And I was like, honestly, before that, I was like kind of closing my eyes when I was walking and just like, honestly, in a sense, like meditating and like bringing in like visuals of like people that I care about of, the things that matter to me, why I was actually there in the first place, what brought me to this point, all the things I've encountered in my past. And it was kind of like, it's almost, have you ever seen the movie like Hot Rod? <laughs> Years ago, random. yeah, a long yeah. time ago. And, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. he channels like all of the different animals and like, that's like- Oh, yes. For, yeah, 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 for me, like the that's eagle honestly, and all this. Yeah, exactly. For me, it was like, I was channeling all the different pieces of my life. And I was just like, this is like, this is all the strength I need just to move me forward. And it was like, I just, start, I just took off and I just started running. And, um, I was like, I just need, like, I literally was just like, so tunnel vision too. And I just remember like when I, when I caught up to you and like ran past you, I was, I was like, obviously I'm not like, it was not a race. It was like, that's not the intention of it. No, it was man. just like, just running and being able to literally conquer that piece of your mind and and um in a sense like i knew that it would be like motivating to you and because for me i was like i was motivated by you being so far ahead and i was like it's literally the only thing that actually flicked the switch within myself like if you wouldn't have been ahead of me and if we were just kind of like in that moment together we weren't pushing our pushing each other there's no possible yep. way i would have done that or dove into that state where I was like, I'm going to push through and I'm going to experience all of these emotions and just let them happen. Cause I know that for a fact, like the only reason why I chose to start running that bit was because you were so far ahead. And I was like, the only options to catch up, that's the only option. Like there's no other option. I'm not going to stop running and I don't want to walk because if I walk, I'm going to fall so far behind. And I was like, that just going to screw everybody over. So I was like, the only option is to run. And obviously I ran and it was just like, that was a moment that I just, I like have cherished ever since. And like, I hold that so dear because I'm like, damn. And then it related into the run the following weekend. And it was just like, damn, like, holy shit. Like I, I'm here again and I've experienced yep. this before. And I know that I can just, push through and it, it did it's what brought me obviously like the, the following weekend what made that possible as well but it's like those moments and those pain those painful painful moments it's just again like you said 
previously like just it really does just show you what you're what you're capable of and what you can do with your with your mind and your body and it's absolutely incredible yeah there's so much to unpack there man because that was my highlight of the run but it also pissed me off so <laughs> much with myself man David said, David Gawkins says like, steal your soul, man. You stole my soul when you ran past <laughs> me there. Cause I was so far ahead at the time. I was in a groove, just the pain. I remember it so vividly. There was a guy with the bike. Uh, he was laying down in the field. There were tall trees. Like it, the, the trail went through like a bare part mm-hmm. of the field. And the guy was laying down kind of looking at us funny. Cause we're like, Right. Her eyes out, yeah. right? I remember it so vividly and he had music playing mm-hmm. no music I, in my I literally ears. can I swear to god I had a dream about this last night I'm not even lying to you that is yeah, super I, I weird believe it man this is like this is the highlight of the run and I was so far ahead but I look back and I said if I stop running Lucas probably won't get that motivation and then when you started running, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like we got this in the tank. Then all of a sudden after that, like burst of like confidence in you and myself were like, hell yeah, man, we're pushing through this. I stopped running and I was walking and I guess who runs past me, man, you, and that pissed me off. And then I, I did the exact same thing as you did to me. I used you as fuel and I'm like, okay, this guy runs past me. What a show off. Right. <laughs> joking but 100 percent, man i said okay i have to catch up to lucas now and then we i remember i caught up to you and then we ran for a bit and then we stopped walked for like 30 seconds and then after that you even said it was a it was a battle one step i remember we were walking mm-hmm. one point and we said okay we need to run to that branch right there the branch yeah. that we pointed at was like four feet away and there's the excruciating pain in those four feet was enough to make a stop again after and walk mm-hmm. for another four feet, then run yeah. six feet, then 12 feet, then 15 feet, then a hundred meters, then a kilometer. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, man. Yeah. But you said, I- a, you said a word back there. And I think that's with this whole conversation and, and life itself comes down to, you said one word and that's choice. It's mm-hmm. literally a choice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get up when your alarm clock goes off? It's a choice. It's a choice to hit the snooze button. It's a choice to go for a run when you're tired. It's a choice to eat properly. It's a choice to hire a nutritionist. It's mm-hmm. a choice to start a business. Whatever it is, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Literally. And so thankful for that, man. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, it, everything in life comes down to choice, no matter what it yeah. is. Like, I, like every, yeah, like you just, you can't, there's no way no way around it like right now i'm choosing to say these words like it's literally it's like that's how it works right and um but no i i totally agree like i think that's the biggest thing that people truly like and i feel like i say this throughout the whole entire thing like i think people just need to realize or look at this whole entire run and just be like holy shit like all of these things all of these things are possible you know like it no like i'm not different than the next person down the street like honestly no, I'm not take our lives like and it's you you could drop and this is the best part too is you could drop us into a random city and you just fit right in and like nobody nobody would know like you know and nobody would know what you've encountered what pain you've put yourself through how far you've ran like none of that stuff 
but that's also the thing that's so motivating or should be so motivating for a lot of people is just to realize like we're, we're not superhuman because we chose to do this. We just honestly chose to challenge ourselves. And once we chose to challenge ourselves, then we're like, well, how far or how much can we really challenge ourselves? And, and yeah. that's honestly the only thing that does, and I'm going to say this and like with the most kindness behind it, but like, that's what does separate us from a lot of other people is just that like we chose to separate ourselves from a lot of other people. Like I know, I don't know a single soul, a single soul anywhere, um, like personally and have met face to face that has ran 121 kilometers, not one. I don't know one single person that has done it. And for me, I think I have a hard time wrapping my head around that because I'm like, yeah, you know, just I ran 121 kilometers last couple of weeks ago. Like it was, it was great. And it's like, no, like that was fucking incredible. Who the hell does that? And it's like, that's where um, I think, um, and I don't know if you're the same, but like, I think for me, I want to channel all of this and like the whole experience itself and the fact of just like doing that and the fact of um, pushing through all of that, all those painful moments and, and going the four four feet like and when you say we we picked a spot that was four feet away it was literally Literally. four feet away it was two steps it was like we'll we'll jog for two steps and then it's like okay we'll walk and then it's like we pick another spot and we'll do that and that was literally what kick-started our momentum to to start moving but even then it was like that was the most painful thing ever and it wasn't like the pain ever stopped it was just like we just know that we have to run or else we're going to be out on this trail for hours on end. And that's just like, not what we, what we wanted and what we were hoping for, because it had already been a long ass journey. Cause like, that's the thing too, is what um, I think one of the, one of the cool parts is like, yeah, you know what? Like a lot of people could probably go out and they could probably crush out, um, crush out a hundred kilometers or, or do something like that but a lot of it would be walking or a lot of it would just not be uh, with the intent of like diving into that pain cave or like pushing yourself so much further. And I just think what was so honor honorable was the last 10 kilometers when we actually just like put our head down and, and did it. And in the most uncomfortable, when we were the most uncomfortable that we could possibly be and we just, it didn't matter. We're just like, screw it dehydrated lack of food like we're just whatever let's just get it get it done do it the best yep. that we possibly can and and crush it out and i think that's what again is just uh such a big separator uh for for yourself and myself as like in comparison to a lot of other people which is really cool yeah i i understand what you're saying i i again, it comes down to choice. Like people, everybody, pretty much everybody in the world has this ability to push through these barriers. Mm -hmm. And maybe these barriers come sooner for other people. But I was running for a while before I actually stuck to a program. Most people don't do that. So what my 100 kilometers is, maybe some is 60, or maybe some is Mm -hmm. 10 kilometers. And that's completely okay that's absolutely okay i could hardly run a kilometer when i started running like it's everybody starts there 
100%. And I'm no expert runner whatsoever. And I hopefully won't run that length again, but this conversation's kind of making me want to do something even crazier. But it's a choice. And pushing through that pain is something that will, will has taught me a lot of lessons and I'll continue to unpack in, in other conversations and throughout my life. I have like this book we talked about, I have lessons continued. Like I have lessons on one page and the mm -hmm. second one's lessons continued. I'm leaving this open because I think every single week I'll have to come back to this and add something to it. Mm -hmm. like, awesome. We'll be unpacking this for a long time. Yeah. I think, I think that's the best part too. And um, cause it is, it's so funny because once the run's over, it's like, you kind of go back to reality and you go back to your everyday everyday thing and you get into that routine again and you, you start doing your, your everyday things. And, um, sometimes that can be really difficult for a lot of people because it's like, you almost forget that it happened. And I know that was even one of my things is all, yeah. all like all the time. I'm just like, I literally like, Oh, I forgot that I did that. You know, like I I'm, I'm yeah. focused on different things or I'm, I'm focused on building myself up in different ways. And it's like, holy holy shit, but I'm going to refer back to something that I told you when we're sitting in the hot tub, fixing our, fixing our legs up. And it's just, nobody can ever take this away from us. Like no matter what, like there's nobody yes. that can ever strip that from us. And, um, I think that's the biggest thing that I'll always hold on to is just like all the, like this, this past month for myself, like nobody can ever take that away from me. Nobody ever, ever can take that away from me. And, um, and I'm like, just incredibly, incredibly proud of, of that, that month that I just had, because it's like, damn, you know what, did a lot of really cool things and for a greater, a greater purpose. And it's like that, that run, like nobody will ever, ever take that away from us ever. Like nobody ever can. They just, it's like, anytime it comes up, anytime, Ontario comes up. Like, I know I'm immediately going to think about that run. I know I'm going to have a story to tell. And, and that's the best yep. part about it is like, although I might not think about it every day, although I, I may not reflect on the whole entire experience every day or talk about it every day. It's like, if somebody was to ever bring up Ontario, talk about running, whatever, like the G to G trail in general, I have a, I have an incredible story to tell about it. And as do you, and I think that's what is so cool and so powerful, honestly, is because nobody ever, ever can ever take that away ever. Like no matter what, no matter how hard anybody tries, they can't take it away because we experienced that. We did that. We overcame that. And we added that to our resume of life, which is insane. And like, Absolutely. I just, like I said, like, I don't know anybody like a soul that, has been able to say that they've checked off a, a run that was 121 kilometers other than yourself, which is just like, so cool. It's just, I don't, yeah, it's insane. It, it is hard to internalize. Cause like, so I never under, I never realized that ultra marathons existed until I listened to David Goggins. Like I'd always heard people hiked a long way. Right. But I never really understood the structure of it, I guess. But like thinking in like in those moments, like, holy shit, these people are absolutely insane. They must be training years for this. Like, this is crazy. The, the mental mm. strength and the things that people have to push through is just unimaginable. But now when we do it, it's kind of like, 
it almost in my mind, and I'm kind of battling with this, it almost discredits my ability because it's like, oh, well, I did it. It can't really be that hard, but mm-hmm. everybody has the ability to do that. And that's a beautiful thing about it is, mm-hmm. is leveraging that pain and sounds cliche, callous the mind, keep saying outstanding when your legs hurt, keep saying easy day when you want to give up and you too can do that. I find it so amazing. And yeah, I just, I'm getting giddy thinking about it. It's, it's I know cr- truly is insane. Yeah. Actually, one of the, one of the sayings that I recently brought in, actually I used it last night was, uh, remember tomorrow. And, um, yeah. which is, which is really, really cool. And that was obviously something that you, you talked about so much throughout, throughout the run and in our difficult times. And it's cool because yesterday I used it in life and it was just, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was just, it was so funny. Like I, uh, <clears throat> my, my girlfriend and I, we went out and we, uh, we got each other. We went to a thrift store and bought wacky ass outfits, like just nice. bizarre and went to a nice restaurant, like a nice restaurant. But it was funny because before we walked in there, we're sitting in the car and she's like, oh, are you just going to say like, huh, just kidding. Like, we're not actually going in. And I was like, it's <laughs> like, and then I go, remember tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow, could you confidently say that you would wake up and be happy that you didn't go in there wearing all this? Or would you regret it and be like, oh, damn, I wish I would have. She's like, hundred percent. We have to go in and do it. And I was like, I agree. Like there's no waiver in my mind about it. And it was like, because now that's like a story that we added. And it's like, that's why when I look at the run, I'm like that whole entire time, I couldn't imagine if we just gave up, like if we just stopped and didn't go to Godrich, Oh my gosh. Like the whole time we would have woke up the next morning. It would have been a disaster. Like it would have been a terrible couple of days. But it was a great For couple sure. days after we finished because we actually did it. We completed it. We ended up in Godrich, which yeah. was the goal. And um, that's why, like, just, and that's why I think it's so cool just being able to bring a run like that into our personal lives and, and use it in our personal lives. Like, have you been able to use it at all? In, or, like, have you found yourself using the run to, to help you in life at all? Or, or even just, like, remind you of anything at all every single day all the time i i I (laughs) shit you not i have been the most hyper focused i've ever been in my entire life on the things that matter to me business i've translated it across the board i've talked to our team about it it's like hey here's what i learned here's how we can use this maybe you could use this in your life every conversation i you i talk to somebody not that i bring it up in every conversation Mm -hmm. some people might think so but it's just (laughs) such a visceral experience i I learn like if, if somebody and I, if an individual and I talk about something, any of their words can kind of hit my mind. I'll go back and be like, huh, that's interesting. They dealt with this. Mm-hmm. Here's how I overcame it with the run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And anything I do dishes, mm-hmm. I do the dishes every morning. Like I'll get set up my alarm for four 30. My, my watch stays at the other side of the room. So I get up my phone stays on the other side of the room. So I don't go on it. I have my shorts, my hat, my shirt laid out right underneath my watch. So I can't, I can't say no. It's prepared. I prepare the night before I'll, I'll wash my face, cold water, go downstairs and do the dishes for, for a half hour, whatever I have from yeah. meal prep or whatnot. 
And it's in that moment, like it sucks. I hate having to do that. But I know that like running, I was able to push through shit that I wanted to stop, right? Mm -hmm. As stupid as that sounds, it's the dishes. It could be sending an email, could be making a phone call. I still struggle with sometimes. Um, But yeah, every aspect of my life has now absolutely changed. Like I can say a hundred percent confident. Love it. That's How about you? Awesome. Yeah. How about you, man? I, uh, no, I totally agree with you. Like, I think, um, I think it definitely for me, like in, in everyday life, uh, it's like the biggest thing, honestly, that it, it showed me was just like, I'm capable of so much more in life than I think what I was, um, like, cause obviously like all this stuff is amazing and all the, the things that I'm doing is exactly what I want to be doing. But obviously, like I said, like there was that big burden over my shoulders of, of work. And it was like, I, I'm going, I'm going to work every day. And it was almost like I was living, like I said, like, and I noticed this so evidently, like I just, I'm somebody who acknowledges the present moment very much. So when I'm in it, And if I'm not in it, then it's almost like an out-of-body experience. And I hate the feeling of it. But it's funny because when I'm very present, it's when I'm always doing the things that I love to do. Like right now, very, like so present. And it's an amazing feeling. And if I'm doing something that I don't want to be doing, it's like out-of-body. I'm like watching myself do it. Or like if I'm talking to somebody, it's like I'm not actually talking to them. They're talking, like my body's just talking for me. It's super weird. But um Mm -hmm. What I, what I realized and what I used for it, it allowed me just to disassociate and be like, okay, you know what? Like, that's amazing because the fact that I have, the fact that I've, I've done all these things and I feel so present in the moment because of these things, that means that that's my path. That's what I'm doing. That's what's proper for myself. And that's what I should be doing. And so it just showed me that. And it, it honestly just instilled so much confidence within me. And it's like, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling off because of a certain situation, then I just change that situation. And I, I stand up for myself or I, I make choices. Like for instance, leaving work, like that was a choice. And I made it because when I came back, I was like, I'm, I'm, am like, this is what I should be doing. Like I I shouldn't be in this line of work because that's not what aligns with me. What aligns with me is, is talking to people, filming podcasts, helping people, coaching people, doing the things, using my story using the experiences that I've learned to impact other people. And that's ultimately what it taught me was that, Hey, you know what? Like you've done all of these things, like this is your proof. And I think that's what I was always waiting for was like proof that this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing. And just being able to put myself through so much pain, um, experience so many things, learn so much. It really just was like, Hey, here's all your proof. Now it's time that you actually, you actually follow your passions and that you actually do what you need to do. And, and you know what, like, it might be scary. It might suck. It might be painful, all of these things, but you've also experienced this before from a personal or from a physical standpoint. So now let's choreograph it and turn it into, uh, turn it into life and, and make this, uh, make this life that you, you want and that you aspire to have. And it's like, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how much it sucks, like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. And um, I think just approaching even the fact of approaching everything with positivity is a huge thing. Like I could get super negative in a lot of situations and, and I don't because I'm like, what purpose does that give me? Like, it doesn't do anything. I don't want to feel 
negative towards someone or something. I don't want to, I don't want to, to feel, I don't want to sit in this negative bubble. Like I want to be a positive person because that's who I am. And and that's obviously what helped me run so far. And that's what helped us get through the really tough moments. And it's like, if it can push me through a run like that and push me through these really, really difficult times, then it can push me through life or it can push me to, to send off three more messages to somebody or, or talk to somebody that might be a, a future client or like do something like that. Right. And it, it really does. Like it just all translates into life. And like, I agree with you. I, I don't think I've, um, I don't think I've necessarily brought it into my everyday life where I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm, this is what I've done. This is what I've done. This is what I've done. I want to though. And that's why I I'm actually really glad that you said that because I think it was just kind of a a reassurance for myself just to kind of like own the things that the things that I've done and the things that we've done and, and how far we ran and what we actually encountered and what we learned from the whole experience and, and really just taking that into life and, and allowing people to see that, allowing people to gain something from it. Cause like I always say is there's no point in, in holding in all these things that you've learned. Like, why, why would you, what benefit does that do just to keep them to yourself and be selfish with it? When in reality you could impact or change somebody's life just by putting it out there. Like my life changed because of other people, because a a person like David Goggins, Jesse Itzler, maybe like a guy, even like Joe Rogan's Cam Haynes, like Rob Dial, like all those people influenced my whole entire life and shaped my whole entire life and brought me to where I am because they didn't keep quiet. They actually spoke up about what, what they've encountered, what worked for them and what didn't work for them. And it makes everyone else's lives easier that listens to them because we don't have to search for it or, or go through life on our own and make it last or like take as long. We can just throw ourselves into it. Cause I know if I was to do it on my own, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'll run. Um, maybe I'll run like 50 kilometers next year or something like that. You know, I would have made it a long process when it's like, if you just throw yourself into it and realize you're capable of more than you think you are, then you're going to do it your body's not you like you're not going to say no to yourself so you might as well just like do that and so i think the help of others is what's so important and i think again just rerouting back to that and being like hey we have something that we can say and share and i think that's why even this podcast will be so good for a lot of people it's because they'll realize that we're not we're not any different than anybody which is which is the best part about it Absolutely. Yeah. If this conference, if this conversation can inspire like one person to like either get out and run and understand this train of thought, or if they just understand this train of thought and actually execute on it and take notes or whatever and use it, Mm -hmm. that's a win. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome. I fully agree. Like I try to share everything that I've learned. Um, and we're both young and some people might judge us for that, but no, everybody has experiences and I don't know everything. I know very, very little, very, very little, but I do know what I do know. And that's tiny, tiny, tiny bit, but it's so impactful. Some of the lessons that I've learned and that you've learned and all the listeners have learned and that stuff should be shared for sure. Absolutely. No, I couldn't have said it any better than that. Definitely. I think, uh, obviously for ourselves and we actually we talked about this too is like we're young which is 
the craziest part. Like you see a lot of ultra marathon runners and it's like late twenties, early thirties and getting into their forties, you know? And it, it's like, that's honestly when a lot of these people are in their prime and it's like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. they're in their forties and they're doing this. It's like, that's literally double the life life that we've already lived. And it's like, imagine, and this is like when you, when you make the most changes and you, you start to, you start to grow the most, you start to throw yourself into a million different things and start to try yeah. all these things and learn so much. And you're really like, I know they say when you're younger, you're molding your brain, but a piece of me is like, you know what, like in the past year, I've changed so much more than I did the past six years before that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I think it's all about the person and about what you're doing in life and, and where you want to go and what you see for your life. And um, I just, yeah, I really, really think that it doesn't matter how old you are or, or how much work experience you have or, or any of those things. I think that if, if you have yep. some incredible life experience and you've actually like put yourself through a lot and overcame a lot and you've learned just an incredible amount of things. I think that's when it's like, nobody can, again, nobody can ever take that away from you. And you have something to say because you can, if somebody has something to say against you, you'd be like, okay, have you ever ran 121 kilometers? Chances are they're going to say no. And it's like, exactly. So you don't understand the things that I've learned from like a a mindset standpoint or from just like a, a growth standpoint or in general. And it, uh, yeah, again, it's just kind of like, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what your life has looked like thus far is if you, if you have experiences, then that's what matters. Like it, it, it truly, that is what matters. Um, but yeah. I, th- I think uh, to kind of wrap it up, I could just want to ask you if you had one tip of advice for somebody who's struggling uh, in any light, what would it be? One piece of advice for somebody struggling. I'm going to kind of take a different path. We've talked about pushing through the pain. I think people can understand that. Um, I'm a huge advocate for ice baths. I have cold showers every day. That's great. Meditation's great. Getting outside is great. Moving your body is great. Eating healthy foods is great. Surrounding yourself by right people, the good people is great. But my biggest piece of advice is clarify where you want to be in the moment, your future. What do you want to be doing? Where do you want to live? What do you want to be driving? Are you married? Are you single? Do you have kids? Do you have a dog named Ralph or a dog named Bob? Get as detailed as you can and cut out every single thing in your life that's not pushing you towards that goal. Mm -hmm. And that is scary as hell. Because that might be uh, a friend of yours that's negative and you've been together for 10, 15 years. That could be a relationship. That could be a relationship with food or Netflix that you have to give up. If the show is going on and you're sitting there for an hour and then two hours and three hours, time has moved, but your ass hasn't. Mm -hmm. So clarify it and get that momentum going. Love it. Love it. Man, this, uh, this episode has been incredible. Like, I think, uh, I know for a fact that we could go so much deeper, um, into our whole entire experience. And, um, like 
again, when I, like now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like so many things that happened, you know, so many things that we saw like Christmas tree, you know, the, <laughs> the Christmas the whole, tree, that was porta potty, like just ev- everything. Oh that yeah. Was yeah. Yep. Out there, the horror stories that you're telling, like there's, there's so many, so many fun stories. And, um, I think it's cool because the only people that'll ever really understand what that is like, or what that experience was like, is ourselves because we we were there through the whole entire thing we experienced the whole entire thing we got to we got to we got to live it and being able to share share the pieces that we did on today's podcast was was awesome and i mean it's it's also so cool when we do get to share it with like the people that are around us and and the people that are in our lives and and really just project the experiences that we've learned onto them and I think, I think it is really cool, but again, it's, it's just insane because we're the only ones that experienced everything. Like, and it's, it's all the, like, when I look back on it, I'm like, it's all the little, little things and just the times, the times when you run in and it's, you shut off the headlamps because there's stars in the sky that you've never, like never lit up so, so bright. And it's, it's like, as cliche as that sounds and as people can kind of picture that in their head, it's like, you don't understand because we're, we're 30 kilometers into a run that's going to last for hours upon hours. And we're shutting our headlamps off and enjoying the stars um, while you're doing this. And it's like, there's, yep. I don't Yeah. You could, I know that we could go on and on and on about all the, the most amazing things that we saw and experienced on the run, but do you have like For one sure. specific moment that stands out above all of the rest? Like I, like I said, it was the 90 kilometer mark. Um, we're all hell broke loose, but I was going to make comment to the stars, man. You just said it. Sometimes you got to look up. Sometimes you just got to stop, shut mm-hmm. things off and look up. Mm-hmm. It was the most peaceful bliss I've ever experienced and we were already in so much pain, but it didn't matter. It was so beautiful out there. No light pollution, the stars everywhere with some horror stories going on in the background, but it was beautiful, man. <laughs> it was yeah, beautiful. It was. it was awesome. No, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, like obviously I, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on to the podcast and, and allowing me to obviously share my run experience and share it with you. I think that was the, the best way to do it because obviously it was all for suicide prevention and um, you've, yeah, just like you allowing me to be a part of that journey was, was immaculate. And I don't know, like that's the thing is when I, when I really look back on it, I'm like, holy cow, there, I wasn't going to be there, you know, like I wouldn't have this life experience. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been there. Like, and that's what I think is, is so cool. And I always just, I kind of come back to it. The fact that like everything happens for a reason, but, um, and I believe that to like a certain degree, but what I, what I really think is the universe kind of gifts us in certain ways. And, um, this was a massive gift that I feel like I was given and um it was just a really cool opportunity to do something do something obviously greater than greater than myself and do something for a lot of people that were 
that are, were, and have struggled and really just, um, really just add a unforgettable moment to my, to my life. And one, like, seriously, there's no way that I will ever forget this. I don't care if I have dementia in the future. Like I'm not forgetting this one. Like something's going to trigger something. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm back running. Like this is brutal. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, Absolutely I really do no. just have to, I have to thank you so much. Cause um, yeah, it just wouldn't have been possible without you bringing me along. Awesome. And likewise, I seriously, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about what everybody did um, and the message and helping people. And, and that's truly what it's about. And I just wanted to say thank you for dude having the balls to say, <laughs> oh man, I'll come to Ontario. We're three days out and you're just done your first run. Like the stupidest thing you could probably ever do. And you're like, yeah, man, I'll be there. Hang up the phone. And that's real, man. And like, oh, yeah, I'll be there this time. I pick you up, dude. So thank you for doing you and doing what you're doing with Struggle Create Strength and helping people. The conversations are so impactful. They truly are. And you are such a genuine human being. And the connection that we had and, and things that we spoke about, man, is just something that not many people can say they, they've experienced. So mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I, I really, uh, really appreciate that. And if, if somebody does though, where like, does want to reach out to you, does want to obviously donate to run for crisis. Like I'm going to, I'm going to obviously link everything, but where could they find you? Where could they, where could they find run for crisis and, and everything that you've uh, you've obviously created? Yeah. So um, I'm on Instagram, Braden Gingrich. Um, if you want to link it, you can, um, but run for crisis on Canada helps run for the number four crisis uh, donation links will be ending on the 30th or 31st of October. Um, so I've extended it, got a lot of positive feedback and a lot of great stories. So, I mean, even just spreading the message means the world to me and uh, yeah, appreciate it. Of course. Awesome. Okay. Well, I guess we will, uh, we'll talk soon and don't send me any ideas anytime soon because I just might have to take a little bit of a break, but uh all right. I'm not, I won't, I won't rule it out forever. That's, that's the glimmer of hope for, for any future ideas that you have. <laughs> just keep October open. Let's just say that next year. God. Yeah, next year, next year. That's fine. Got, next year is good. You got a year, man. You yeah. got a year. You're One good. year. One year to train. I'm going to start crushing out hundred kilometers every weekend just to be prepared for it. I was going to suggest that actually you should probably start today. <laughs> oh God. All right. Okay. Well, we will, awesome. uh, we'll talk to you later. And again, like, thanks so much for, for coming on. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of struggle creates strength. I truly hope you enjoyed Braden's story and our story, our crazy adventure. It was not the easiest, but I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I hope you took something from it. I hope you could really just, use the pain and suffering that we experienced to implement some forms of tasks into your life or even just give yourself a different perspective on life. I think that's all that we were trying to do. That's really why we wanted to do the run in the first place, obviously, aside from the suicide prevention, but it was also just a good way to push ourselves and learn something new about ourselves and, and see how far we can push ourselves and just really just bring it to you and show you that 
you can do it as well. And it doesn't have to be running, it doesn't have to be any form of physical activity, nothing like that, but it's just showing you that in any, any form of life, anything that you choose to dive into, it is possible, it is possible to surpass every goal that you set for yourself. And I want you to believe that, I want you to truly, truly see that. But if you do wanna reach out to Brayden and talk to him a bit more about his experience, his journey through this 121 kilometers, you are more than welcome to because he has so much wisdom to offer to everyone. Not only in the running world, not only in nutrition, but just in business, in life, in advocating suicide, everything. He is an amazing person to talk to and I highly, highly suggest you reach out to him and he's always willing to talk to people. And you might get roped into running 121 kilometers, but it'll be worth it, I promise. And if you do wanna reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, you're more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also reach me on my website at strugglecreatestrength.com and also two emails that you can use are lucas at strugglecreatestrength.ca and info at strugglecreatestrength.ca. Both of those are fully active, fully able to use. And if you are looking to listen to it, listen to the podcast, share the podcast, or watch the podcast, you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Facebook, more additional posts are on Instagram, basically everywhere that you can think of that streams podcasts, it is on there because I truly just believe in giving people the opportunity to seek the help that they need or at least hear something that might push them in the right direction and get them on the right path. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoyed hearing us dive into into our pain and what we suffered. And I hope that you can just see that we're, we're human. There's nothing that separates us from anybody else other than the fact that we chose to push ourselves far, far beyond all forms of comfort. But again, it's not, it wasn't for anything other than just to show you that you can do it and to advocate suicide prevention. But I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you can tune in on Monday for a different version of our Mindset Mondays. I'm gonna switch it to Mindful Mondays, I believe, and there's gonna be a whole story around that on why I chose that, what the reason is, and just explaining it and explaining why the shift from mindset to mindful. But I hope you can tune in and I truly hope you can continue to share the podcast with the people around you via social media, via word of mouth, whatever it may be, but I truly do hope that you can share it because you never know who you might be helping. It could, it could help somebody that is truthfully, truthfully thinking about no longer being here. I know I was once there a lot of people that I meet were once there. And one of the biggest things that we always talk about is how important it is just to talk about the struggles you're experiencing or to really open yourself up to, to the thought of seeking help. And this can be one of those things and you might save somebody's life and just not even know it. So I truly hope that you are having an amazing day and I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Braden Gingrich talking about our 121 kilometer run from Guelph to Godrich, Ontario. I hope you have a heck of a day. Mm -hmm.